In this episode of 9-2-I Talks, the stars of Outlander, Katrina Balfe, Sam Hewen, Sophie Skelton, and Richard Rankin, are joined by author Diana Gabaldon and moderator Julie Cosin from Elle magazine to discuss the trajectory of the series so far, adapting the story from Gabaldon's beloved books, stories from behind the scenes, and much more. The conversation was recorded on February 11, 2020, in front of a live audience at New York's 92nd Street Y. How beautiful were those new credits? <laughs> oh. uh, Sam and Katrina, how does it feel to see your name as producers? Pretty good, pretty good. To be honest, I just watch in there, you know, there were so, there's so many people there. It's amazing, you know, there's the, the, the painter's assistant and all, all these people, and you're just like, there's so much, so many people that go into making the show, but. I mean, the, the community that Diana Gabaldon has spawned is, <laughs> it's amazing. Has it changed your approach to the show, looking at it on a macro level? Um, yeah, definitely. I think, well, I think, you know, it's an evolution because, you know, obviously we've been at this for six and a half years and I think in any job or in any position you want to grow and you want to learn and expand your horizons and I think it's sort of a natural progression of what we were already sort of doing in many ways yeah. was having more input and, and ideas and thoughts. <laughs> um, and so it's sort of made it official and, and I, you know, I think we spent a lot of this year just learning and listening and um, hopefully we can just con can continue to, to sort of advance in that way. Yeah, we were given this, you know, these parts and we, we're very aware and respectful of our, our obligation to Diana and to the fans and I think, you know, we've, we are the consistent, we're the, um, the consistency in, in the show. You know, we've had a lot of people come and go, a lot of writers, a lot of the creative people, but we're, we are the people there. So, um, yeah, we just, we thank Diana. She's been doing it more than six and a half years. <laughs> a little bit. Speaking of Diana, what did you, <laughs> speaking of Diana, what did you think of the episode? Did you have any notes for it? Oh God. <laughs> Diana have any notes for Don't it? Don't be a Don't. dangerous question. How, how long do we have? <laughs> I always have notes, but often they are, this is really great, I loved it. You know? uh, I loved episode one, I thought that was really great. I enjoyed absolutely everything about it. It was, uh, especially the heretic part. <laughs> so sweet. Yeah, a lot happens as well. I mean, you know, you get, a, you get time to, to sit with the, the family and you get time to enjoy the wedding and all these moments, but there's, there's so much set up. You know, we get new information as well, bonnet. <gasps> <laughs> Plot. That one. <laughs> I want to quickly ask, what's everyone's favorite note they received from Diana? Oh. Oh. <laughs> Do better comes to mind. <laughs> Which I have really taken on board and tried to implement. I've yet to have feedback on that, but we'll see. I think I've seen... Um, Diana say, well, after all, Claire's not stupid, <laughs> <laughs> which I love. I have to say that I think Diana, when she has a note, she doesn't have a note for us. She's very quiet. So when she doesn't say something to you, you know, oh, God, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> what did I do? It's either really great or there's no hope. <laughs> it's, it's, 
No. Well, it depends, you know. If I think there's a, a chance in hell of them fixing something, I'll say something. <laughs> Do we want to play a little game? Yes. Oh, yeah. We have whiskey. Oh. Yes. And these people are whiskey experts, you know. Yeah. Oh, oh wow, look at this. We I love do. that you just oh called it whiskey oh. and not scotch. Oh, God. Oh. Wow. <laughs> Woo. Thank you. Oh. Oh, thank, thank you. Oh, here we go. Thank you to our, our lovely assistants for bringing that up. There's one for everyone. Uh, wow. Okay, so here's the game. You obviously think we're not that entertaining unless we're blind drunk. <laughs> you obviously think we haven't already been drinking. Three games. <laughs> what happens in the green room stays in the green room. I mean, mm. or it doesn't. Oh, I'm here in <laughs> So, oh. one of these is an Irish whiskey, mm -hmm. one of them is a Japanese whiskey, mm -hmm. oh. and one of them is a scotch. Oh, okay. And what do we do, so just try them all? Or everybody's got to sip them all. Okay, or then do one at a time. No, we should do them all, shouldn't we? Are you cheating? Mm. <laughs> Was I not supposed to drink it? I think you can. Oh, okay, great. <laughs> These are good, All actually. All right, I think I know. Okay. Do you have something with which I can cleanse my palate? I know. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> do is another thing. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> They're disgusting. You wouldn't like it. <laughs> Hold on one second. Okay, I think I've got the Japanese. Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> You're such a cheat. No idea. I think I have it. All right, are we good? let's go down the line. Let's start wait, with wait, Diana. Wait. Which one? Which one? Scotch? scotch. I think it's AA myself. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, I think A is the scotch. A. Do you? Yeah. 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 And B's. That Why would you say that? You finished yours already. <laughs> She's finished all. Sophie, do you want <laughs> I don't have a very sensitive tongue. Okay, I have to have yeah. a lot. Wait, wait, let me try again. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go with that. Yeah, I'll go that. Scotch, Irish, Japanese. Yeah. Are we right? I hope these were labeled <coughs> properly because the scotch is B. Oh, what? damn it! <laughs> Irish, Scotch, Japanese. No, we've been set up. I disagree with Japanese, you. Scotch, Irish. <coughs> yes. Uh. What? Japanese, Scotch, Irish. Oh. Really? No, these Ooh, are the wrong way around. Maybe you guys should so try, them, try them all again. No, it is. Mm. Actually, no. Yeah. You all claim to be experts. Well, we don't. <laughs> Your social media would suggest. Expert that. alcoholics. Expert, yeah, drunks, <laughs> yeah. Well, None of them are, are the Sassanac whiskey, of course. So <laughs> I mean, what did you, what did you shameless, do? shameless plug. What's that? What, what, what is that? We haven't heard of that. You haven't mentioned it. <laughs> go on, tell I'll us. No, what, what is go it? Get, what I'll is go it? get a bottle if you want. <laughs> we have one more game. Uh, Katrina, pick a letter. Um, oh. <laughs> Sam, pick a number between one and ten. What? Okay, one and ten. <laughs> <laughs> oh, one in a hundred. <laughs> Four, five, six, seven. Seven. <laughs> Sophie. Sophie, pick a letter. Oh. 
What is this game? Richard, pick, what? A, pick a number between 100 and 200. No, I did. Oh. Um. <laughs> 20. <laughs> do, you want, do you want another whiskey? I want to say either 106 or 109. <laughs> but Tony's confused me. <laughs> if you are S 109, please. If you are S7 or O109, you can come pick up an Outlander swag bag after. What? What? Oh! So, What's in it? Oh, that I don't know. They wouldn't show me. Who gets it? Uh-oh. What was A? Oh, look, they're all gonna leave now. Uh, rubbish. Japanese. What a rubbish game. Maybe we should play a I game of music. I don't think they got a good Japanese. That's <laughs> they what lied it. to us. They lied to us. All right. They lied to us. Should we talk about the I episode? I think it's a bad Japanese. Do you want to talk about the episode? Awesome. All right. So I'm pretty sure everybody's in agreement that this was the most fun to shoot. Is that correct? Which the episode? Yeah. What did you stop? No. Okay, got it. That was no, a very long wedding. It's the longest wedding. I think we got No, married. like shooting wise, I think we shot yeah. for seven days. The same yeah. There's a theme. Same words. We wanted we to make sure we were really married. Richard was Jeremiah at Walk one point. Huh? Yeah. We got married about 500 times and we'd said our vows so many times that by the end of it, he was calling himself Jeremiah. I was like. Yeah. <laughs> and Brianna. I, had, I called myself many names. It's just, there's so many people in it. You know, it's such a, an amazing um, an event. Everyone's there and the extended family. And so there's so many people to cover. There's so much coverage. Yes, yeah. so much coverage. So, uh, and then <laughs> the, the poor children in, in, the, in that scene, they, they weren't that happy about being at a wedding <laughs> for seven days. So we had to go back and shoot them again. And they didn't like that either. I hope you and Richard set a good example for the children on set. Myself and Richard? Yeah. Best behavior. Oh, yeah. What is it? No, you set a good example for the kids on set. Oh, yes, of course, every day, all the time, yeah. <laughs> Never work with children or animals. And good thing Outlander has Unless animals. you're on Outlander and then oh. you do it every day. Yeah. <laughs> children <laughs> and animals. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Diana, six and a half years of this, and we still haven't changed, have we? <laughs> no, you haven't. It's all rubbish. Did they get worse? Maybe. <laughs> have you got worse? Oh, my goodness. The behavior. Yeah. <laughs> well, they've got better as the scripts have developed, because it gives them much more room, you know, to develop the characters, which they've done a fabulous job with. I, I, I couldn't be happier with the way you all did things this season. I mean, I've been happy with every season, but this is especially good. <laughs> We think this is, I think, this is the, one of the strongest seasons we've had. Like, I think uh, yeah. it's a great season. Why do you say that? Uh, <laughs> three whiskeys in, I feel. Uh, <laughs> um, I, I honestly just feel a lot happens. I think that the, the writing was better this season than maybe possibly last season. I think that, you know, we, the storyline is, um, there's more of an arc. Um, and there's more of me. Uh, I'm sold. <laughs> Thanks, pal. Thank Katrina, Diana, and Sam, did you feel 
either watching the episodes or while you were on set, um, any sort of callbacks to season one, I felt a very strong gathering vibe. No, for sure. And I think actually one thing about this season is that I think we've managed to get back that feeling of each episode having their own flavor and being slightly, you know, their own little contained story and having their own arcs in like it. Like a chapter, yeah. Yeah, and, and, and you know, we some episodes almost feel like little genre episodes and it's kind of nice because I think that's something that was really special about our show in season one in particular, that we always had the through line of these stories and these characters, but we sort of took time to make each one feel individual, and that was really interesting. So I think we've definitely gotten back to and that. I, th I think this season as well, you know, we've established, the phrase is rich, but we have an established cast. And mm -hmm. so therefore, you know, people are allowed to do what they do, you know, well, and they have more time to do it. And I just think that we explore these characters more. And I think, um, you know, season one, we had a great ensemble, and I think we, we always have had great ensembles, but it feels this season. Well, I think season three and season four were very transitional. Yeah. You know, the, the, the families were moving and, you know, finding their footing and finding their place. And now it feels almost like it was when we were in Scotland. We're really settled. Yeah. And that allows a lot of things to happen around this unit. Well, they also used a lot more original material from the books. <laughs> And to be to be Food honest, fans, are you? <laughs> to be honest, those are the those are the scenes that that, that work. Like yeah. we feel always feel when we go back to the writing of the original books, like it it works. So, yeah. Well, this is the thing about having Diana involved in the show. You know, when you have one person's voice that is the through line. I mean, everything that came, everything that we've created came through yeah. Diana. And it's when you when you negate her creation you miss out on the, the essence of the story. All oh, the little nuances. Diana, can we talk about 5.11 a little? Yeah, if you want. Ooh. Uh, Ooh. How was writing that different from, was it 209? 2.11. 2.11. How I was it different this time around? Ah, well, um, I'd done it before, so I was a little less tentative about what I could and couldn't do. And uh, also, everybody had gotten used to my notes, so I could be fairly uninhibited in what I said about it. Um, but also, I wasn't on set, you know, so I was just seeing things as uh, I saw takes as they were coming. But I was not standing out in Muravenside side uh, 10 hours a day freezing to death. That always helps. Uh, yeah, no, I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, writing a script is completely different than writing a book. For one thing, it's a much more collective experience because you are not the only one writing that script. Yeah, I wrote the original script and then they took it away and messed with it and it came back and I said, <laughs> you know, and I fixed it and, and they kept some of my fixes and uh, then they took it away and said, well, we think we really need to explain this and I'm going, why, I don't even explain that in the book, you know, <laughs> and they explained it and uh, so, you know, it was just this sort of, <laughs> but that's how it works, you know, it's always an iterative process. There's a lot of other people involved and it's not just the production people nor yet our valued producers. It, uh, I never felt this pushback with you guys. But uh, you get pushback from the people at Stoney and the people at Stars. 
who are likely to call up and having not even read the, the script say, oh, well, I think we should do this. <laughs> and you're saying, why? You know, but the, well, that's what they want. Okay, we'll do that, you know, and then we'll take it out later. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, there's kind of a residue of all these suggestions floating through there. So, you know, there's, uh, uh, I'd say about 80% of what you see in 511 will actually be stuff I wrote. <laughs> But I think also, I think, to, to be totally honest, and I think of all the scripts we had this season, yours was the one that I think, I felt like there we was had the, the least notes. notes. Yeah, like they, 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 we didn't have notes because it was so beautifully formed and it, it read well. Oh, thank you. We're going to show that now, right? <laughs> 511. So 511, everybody. Hey! Send your notes to yes, so anyone we're, but us. We're yeah. going to... <laughs> and to ignore the possibility that they were just afraid of me. <laughs> they are afraid of you. <laughs> Honestly, I, I think we would have said something, you know, and we just blame it on someone else. I would have blamed Sam. And I blamed her. <laughs> <laughs> Katrina, we know Claire wrestles with her abilities this season, um, her med medical training and sort of the, the, what, 200 years of knowledge, how that weighs on a person. Did you put yourself in Claire's shoes and ask yourself, what would you have done in this situation? I mean, of course, yeah. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a real dilemma that she's in, knowing everything that she knows, knowing that if she had certain things in this time, how she could affect change, how, could, how she could protect not only her closest family, but the community around her. But it, it is that you know, the danger of, of knowing too much and saying too much and how that can be perceived. Um, so Claire always threads this really fine line of trying to affect change, but without really getting noticed or called out for it. And, you know, it, it's, it ends up being quite a big storyline this season, as some of you may know from reading the wonderful books. Um, you know, she's not always successful in, in uh, keeping things you know. Never. <laughs> She's never successful. But it's, it's you know, it, 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 I feel her frustration, or you, you can understand her frustration, that there's such simple things that we now take so much for granted. You know, cleanliness and, you know, antibiotics and all of these little things, penicillin, um, that have changed all of our, has, they've changed the world, you know, the, the, the medical knowledge around that. And she's, she's really frustrated about not having those tools to her disposal in this time. Um, but it's great. I love the fact that Claire has her surgery now and that we've been able to incorporate more of her medical knowledge and the fact that she's really content in her marriage and in her family unit but also in her professional capacity. And that's kind of, it just felt really great this season to play her in a really balanced way because she just feels very content in many ways. I mean, it doesn't last. <laughs> but there's moments of equilibrium, so it was, it was she's quite not, a good. She's not on the edge where she has been past seasons, sort of. She's been frustrated in yeah, past seasons yeah. where one side of her life, you know, and I think everybody can relate to that, where 
one part of your life is doing really well, but the other isn't. You know, it's like either, oh, my career's great, but my love life sucks. Or my love life's amazing, but God, I need that job. You know, whatever, and, and we can all relate to that. And it's, it's just really nice at this moment that she seems to have it all momentarily. <laughs> Not for long. <laughs> under <Yeah>. control. <laughs> Sophie and Richard, do Brianna and Roger face any similar scenarios balancing the past? No. No, it's all. Really. Got it. Got it. It's all basically roses and you know, sweet times ahead for Roger and Bree, right? <laughs> Nothing bad happens to either of them. Basically, just stop after episode one, basically. Um, yeah. No, it's. Just, I mean, it's the same sort of thing. You know, they are much more balanced in their relationship now. Obviously, they're raising a child together and. There's a sort of certain security that comes with marriage and that obviously Roger and Brianna are very good at arguing and it tears them apart <laughs> a lot. But I think when you know that you have that marriage and that unity behind you, you, you you're going to stick together and you're going to work through it in a way that maybe they, they wouldn't before. Um, but yeah, it's the phrases. So naturally, as soon as things are balanced and happy, they're suddenly not. Um, but it's the same thing, you know, like Katrina was saying with Claire. Claire's a very modern woman for the 40s and then she gets thrown back in time and things that she would um, use to identify herself in those times, i.e. being a surgeon, she can't execute in the 1800s. And it's the same with Brianna, you know, she was very modern for the 60s. It would be very rare that a young woman of that time was studying engineering at MIT and then all of a sudden she can't, she can't do that. It would be the same issues, you know, she'd be executed if she tried to, I don't know. Build some a machine thing. Yes, exactly. It's, in <laughs> it's interesting that you know, both women are quite modern, and both of the men in the relationship are quite oh, kind of traditional. And, I mean, Jamie's... For their time. No, but he's, you know, of their time. Yeah. Let's go with that. Of their time. <laughs> of their time. <laughs> and really no, Jamie's traditional. Of he's of his time. I mean, he's forward-thinking, of course, but I think, you know, just the, in relation to, to Claire, you know, he's... Um, you know, she's, she's leading him, and he's, like learning a lot from her and I think that, that this is sim there's a similar situation yeah but it, you know with career women there's a reason that <laughs> just gonna uh, there's a reason that Brianna and Claire always had somewhat of a you know a strained relationship Claire was a working mother and I'm sure many women here can relate to the fact that if you are a working mother seeing your child can prove very difficult um, and you know building that relationship together there was, there was the secrets, the secrets too. so many that. secrets <laughs> <laughs> um, but now for Brianna there's almost the opposite side of it she is now the woman left at home with the child and actually that's as frustrating too because she would love to be going out and hunting with the men and being more masculine and in again those it's times. the same and situation these two women they're you know they're modern women that would seem <laughs> see more than being you know like a housewife but they don't they're railing <laughs> they're restrained by their time silence they're restrained the by their time speak. they're ahead of it but they're restrained by the time that they're in That's they can only do say. so much without it being suspicious or yeah, yeah. not that we are it. attempting to silence no but of course not or silence Anna, is stupid really not about that what's happening here cheers <laughs> We get bullied all the time. I love uh, you. And, yeah. <laughs> well, that marriage didn't last long, did it? Um, <laughs> uh, season, uh, yeah, episode one was great. Well, it lasted. Yeah. <laughs> one episode. <laughs> Sam, did you put Richard through 18th century boot camp? 
Um, Jamie does. Jamie uh, obviously um, feels that Roger is not quite the man that he would want to be uh, for yeah. his daughter. And um, yes, you know, again, but he has his own qualities, you know, that maybe not suited to this time. But um, yeah, I think, I think it's a really interesting relationship that we explore this season that, um, you know, Jamie and Roger are two very different men and uh, with different qualities. And I think there's a really nice coming together of those, those men. But uh, yes, he will never measure up to be his, his daughter's. <laughs> He will never. Well, he might. <laughs> what can I say? Well, that was a hell of a lot of trouble for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Last time I'd save your ass. <laughs> Wait, Brianna's? No, well, oh, no. Well. That's a <laughs> <laughs> Did everyone do their own stunts? Mm -hmm. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I'm sorry, just following. Yeah. Yeah. That was, yeah. Does everyone do their own stunts? Um, no, because they don't let us. <laughs> there's, in, there's this thing called insurance. Um, Sam broke a nail once and then we all had to. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I, well, I think, you know. <laughs> as I think we all like to do as much as they'll let us, right? Right. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Insurance is a very powerful thing. Yeah. Uh, we know Sam suggested Jamie's red coat this season. Katrina, is there something you advocated for that you can tease? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I haven't seen it yet, so I don't know if I want to claim ownership. Because <laughs> if it, if it I think you should. I think you absolutely should. Well, no, I don't know. I, I think... Um, I don't know, yeah, there's, there's, there's a lot of things that you, every day, you kind of fight for, and, uh, you know, I think we feel very protective of our characters, and we feel very protective of this story, and sometimes if you feel like it's being pushed in a certain direction, you know, you, you want to protect that, and you want to sort of stop it, but, you know, it's always a negotiation, mm -hmm. and sometimes the negotiations get more heated than other times. Um, <laughs> But I don't know, I, yeah, I don't know if there's anything particularly specific. I think, you, I think your influence is going to be felt. I think certainly we, we were late in the process with the producer credit, and we've always kind of been part of the process anyway in more or less um, of a degree. But I think this season, as the season goes on, we had more say. And I think by the end of the season, you know, we really fought, or not fought, but we really were very collaborative with the directors and, and the writers, and, and we're hoping that, yeah, we haven't seen it, but we hope that it comes across as we felt, because it's some really strong stuff. I will say, you know, I, th I think as, a, as an entire production, we took some real risks this season. Um, as Sam said, we haven't seen them yet, um, but it feels like, you know, just even the fact that in season five, you're taking risks is a really great thing. You know, that people aren't resting on their laurels, that people aren't being complacent, and that you're still trying to push the envelope and do something that's interesting and creative. And, you know, hopefully that gets rewarded in the sense that it works and there's a payoff. But, um, you know, I, I would rather do that and maybe fail than just 
churn out the same thing every week or every day because nobody wants that, right? Diana, how about you? Was there anything in particular that you can tease that you're either really looking forward to or Ooh, really I'm wanted really to see? Forward to? Uh, yeah, several things. Yeah, I mean, there's some absolutely striking scenes in this most of which are spoilers, so I can't tell you anything about them. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh -huh. it mentioned the red coat and so forth. And when I first heard about that, I was thinking, why, why would we do this exactly? And then Sam sent me this um, sort of Instagram-ish photo of him wearing it with a kilt and uh, scribbled in orange hair. And I was thinking, oh, all right. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, no, no, it, uh, yeah. it works, but it works particularly, well, perhaps only, because Sam is uh, the sort of actor that he is, and he's got this face that says, the fact that I can't kill you right now is just eating me alive. <laughs> I have to say, his work in that particular episode is really amazing, and I think everyone's gonna be really, really chuffed mm. to see it. It's a great story. <laughs> Sam, was it emotional putting the kilt back on? Oh, putting the kilt back on. Yeah, I mean, I think it's something we've all wanted. You know, we... Uh, I mean... It, it, it's in the books before, you know. Um, but I think, you know, the writers were saving it for this big moment. And, uh, you know, it was long overdue. But I think, yes, it was. And um, I, I don't know. I, it, it was like putting, it was kind of weird putting it back on to be honest, because it's something I was doing for a couple of years and then haven't for a long time. So, um, I, I mean, I, may, I maybe wanted more of an impact. I know you're always, as an actor, thinking uh, I want more from, from a situation, but, but it really does show off, you know, the fact that he's wearing the kilt in, in the first episode and then, you know, later on he's wearing a red coat. So it really shows the, the two loyalties that he has and this sort of dichotomy that he's in. I think it's also, it's really interesting because as immigrants in this place, Jamie is very torn between two lands as well. Yeah. And he's still got so much Scottishness in him, but there's this real sense of also becoming American and, um, you know, fighting to make the land that he's in a place that Brianna in the future, even though she's now there, Diana, how did you make this happen? <laughs> but... <laughs> It's, it's a really beautiful thing to see. It's, a, it, you know, it's, it's, it's a, I think it's a really interesting inner conflict to examine. It's, a, it's a land built on ideals. On, yeah. On like, uh, yeah, and it's worthy and should be celebrated, yeah. And Sam, you've spoken so much about the development that Jamie has had over five seasons. I mean, mm. you're taking this man who is leading his family into a new world, but putting him back in the clothes of a young man who ran into this woman in the woods one day. He's still young. <laughs> Don't even try to say You're you're ancient. <laughs> right, yeah, I mean. He's still my toy boy. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> he has his 50th birthday this season. Woo, woo. So I'm expecting a cake. Rager. Wait, what? <laughs> I wasn't invited to that. You were singing. You were too busy. <laughs> <laughs> too busy. 
But um, yeah, I mean, I think all the characters, you know, we've aged, we've aged, uh, we've aged. But um, <laughs> no, we've taken these characters on a great journey and, uh, you know, Diana is still writing, so we hope to take them yes. further. But this just feels like a really momentous situation. I'd love to see what Claire and Jamie are going to look like at 80, because if I look this good at, you know, on my 50th day, then I'll feel exactly, you know. <laughs> Time travel does wonders. <laughs> uh, Richard, that scene with Jemmy is so touching. Um, how does parenthood affect Brianna and Roger this season? What scene? <laughs> Have you watched the episode? Were you watching? No, I was drinking. <laughs> I, know, I know what episode. Who invited him? Um, yeah, I mean, parenthood is, a, is a, big, a big factor in this season, and family, indeed, is, is a big factor. And mm -hmm. I think that's something that really um, brings Roger and Brianna really together this season is Jemmy. And the fact that Roger takes Jemmy on unquestionably, I think that says a lot about him. I think that says a lot about his love for Brianna. I think that says a lot about his love for, for Jemmy, and um, that's something that um, it just really heightens the stakes, I think, for them, but not only for them, but for everyone on the ridge, you know, the children and Jemmy and Shaman and all that. The, the, the stakes are quite high, so and for Roger, particularly, who's trying to find his place in the 18th century, he doesn't quite know how he's going to provide for his family, how is he going to keep his family safe, and I think that's one very important factor for both of them is, 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 is Jamie, really. Can I just say that maybe the MVP of the entire season was Robbie, who plays Sherman. I love Robbie. He <laughs> is the greatest kid. And he's the greatest he's actor. Like, he's the greatest actor. He's like five years old. Yeah. And he's, the, you know, the heretic line. I mean, he's just... <laughs> Amazing. So MVP to Robbie. And, yeah. and actually yes. seeing him and how he interacts with Cesar and Lauren. Like like, it's amazing. They're like a family. It's amazing. And they're like we're doing a take and they're off over there. Like messing up the take because they're making so much noise. Rolling the grass <laughs> and sleeping. And Although I did love that bit. So during the wedding, our director, Stephen, was saying to Robbie, it was his shot, and he's like, Robbie, can you just take your hand down because you're covering your face? And he's like, no, it's sunny. No. <laughs> <laughs> Method. Fair play, like, dude. This is what I would do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's a bigger diva, Robbie or Richard? You're joking. What? <laughs> what? Never mind. You just drink your drink. Actually, the biggest diva is probably one of the other kids. Mm -hmm. um, what's his, well, Andrew, they, we, Andrew, Andrew, Matthew, Andrew. And or Matthew or the others. Oh, they're so sweet. They're they like, I'm just doing sweet. one acting today and then I'm going home. <laughs> But they also, they take blueberries for acting power, which I think is great. <laughs> I must try that. But it's also like sometimes in between takes, you're trying to keep them entertained and we were like playing X and O's in the dirt. Because <laughs> you're in the middle of nowhere and there's not much to do. And, uh, and then they were like, all right, we're gonna go back. And he's like, no, I'm very busy. I'm not going back. <laughs> 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 Wait, so what was in this? 
What was it? <laughs> Talk to stars. I didn't even drink mine. <laughs> I obviously did. <laughs> Pass them down. Anybody want more? No. <laughs> so obviously, Claire and Jamie's world has expanded enormously over the past five seasons. We're seeing new additions in tonight's episode, Josiah. Um, is there an initiation process involved bringing new people onto Outlander? Oh, there should be. Oh. <laughs> God, we've really missed a trick. I know. Yeah, we should have, shouldn't we? Yeah. We kind of had a bit of an initiation. I was telling the story before, you did steal our snacks. A little yeah. bit. That's okay. not enough. To fend for ourselves. Well, to be honest, there weren't many snacks in the first place. <laughs> That's <laughs> true. Yeah. But no. No, we We're should. We're welcoming. Yeah, we, 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 we should I mean, I think people forget that when you're shooting, it's a really busy day. <laughs> so you're like always, you kind of miss people, people and, and you're being shepherded here and there. So the time for... It's always interesting when we are having kind of fun and you look at the crew and they're all like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, can you like, go over there now? Shut up and get on with work. <laughs> so you're always aware that, you know, we, we just have to make our days and they are, they are busy days. Yeah. Well, you, don't, you don't even get to say bye to some people, you know, because people are just on and off all the time. And, yeah, it's so busy that sometimes people have gone back to the other side of the world and you're like, oh, see you, see you when we do press. See you soon. But, yeah. This is the first episode the four of you appear in a scene together. Is that right? So we discovered today. I didn't realize today. that, yeah. <laughs> None of us realized that until... And I think that's why the wedding felt so magical, because we never do scenes with all of us together. You know, Jocasta's there, you've got Lizzie, you've got Marcy and Fergus. There's so many characters in one room that... Long Grey. It was, yeah, it was kind of like a little party. It was, and, and, you know, we said it earlier, we were kind of joking around, but it, we did spend about seven days shooting all of that. And it was really, really nice. I mean, I think it was at the very beginning of the season. And I think maybe that's also why this season felt so good filming it, because <coughs> we've all bonded right at mm. the beginning, mm. which I think we haven't had that kind of everyone together since like a couple of seasons ago. And it was just really nice. You know, it was everyone sort of got to know each other really well. And then, you know, that's continued through the rest of the season. Yeah. So we opened with the flashback scene tonight, which is interesting. We don't see those too often on Outlander. Um, can you talk through the process of choosing to tell the story through scenes like that? Are you talking about Jamie and Murta? Young Jamie and young Obviously, Murta. that wasn't Sam, you know. Getting that. into character <laughs> was, was pretty tough. Um, <laughs> That's that, Jamie on his how, 60s. He plays old really that well. That Irishman but, technology. It's just how he, how he manages to make himself so small. I know. <laughs> with yeah, just strong. his acting. Yeah. And yet his hair stayed so perfect. big. <laughs> it's kind of perfect hair, isn't it? Yeah. I feel like you straightened Continuity it a bit there. Yeah. Um, I'm amazed. I'm amazed. <laughs> we hope there are more flashbacks and there may be. Oh. Um, what do you think, Diana, throwing that one out to you? Oh, well, hey. <laughs> I haven't stopped writing yet, so we'll see what we Good. can do. Okay. Good, okay. Uh, we're going to throw it to audience questions in a second, but Diana, any closing thoughts on season five or any hints to look out for this season? Oh, goodness. Uh, well, there's all kinds of things you could look out for, but I'm not allowed to tell you about any of them. Uh, <laughs> uh, but I don't think you'll miss any of them either because they're really well done and they really stick out. It's one of the things that I've noticed in this season particularly, aside from, you know, the splendid acting by all individually, is just how good the inter-actor acting is. 
have just absolutely marvelous seasons between Rick and Sophie, for instance, and Sophie and, uh, and Sam, particularly in, uh, in 5.11. There's this one very tender scene, which is just fabulous. You both did it wonderfully. Yeah. Oh, all in all, you know, all of you, you work like, you know, moving parts. <laughs> it all works. Uh, it's a good machine. <laughs> oh, thank you, Diana. Thank you. That's all we care about. Our first odd. Uh, my husband loves you. Oh. <laughs> Is he here? <laughs> Our He's got good taste. <laughs> Our first audience question about cheer. Jerry, Jerry. Wait, did that come in today or was that a pre-existing question? No, just because, yeah. In reference to cheer, how would you Matt talk your co-stars? Go, Go, Sam! Go, Cam! Go, Cam! Go! Selfie! Go, Selfie! Oh, Go, Selfie! <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry, we, we, we couldn't see that from over here. Can you just stand up and do no. that again? Oh. <laughs> we should My mic's it. sitting here. I, oh. They won't allow us, will they? See, I still haven't seen it, but all I've heard is like, Jay is so amazing. No, come on. Yeah. Who's seen Cheer? Yeah. You want to see what hard work and dedication and tenacity does. It's not like us. Cheer. <laughs> I'd say let's put Jerry on Outlander, but let's just put the two of you on cheer. Yes. <laughs> Although I well, really would doubles. suck at anything in cheer. I'll, I'll, I'll be like a Matt cheer person. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're not going to make that. Oh, yeah. Oh, but you will always be there for everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> I really wish I understood this lingo. Oh, Sorry, talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> Okay, Rachel wants to know, if given the opportunity to film somewhere other than Bonnie, Scotland, where would be your dream location? I have 12. <laughs> List them out. Well, I'd say wherever there's sunshine, but when we came into the show, not that we can really complain, because these guys had already done three years of hard work. No, we can't But complain. all we heard was, South Africa was so amazing. <laughs> Do you remember when we were just sat having wine Africa? on the beach and so then just like good. did a scene? <laughs> we have heard a lot about South Africa. We could talk yeah. about Prague if you want. Oh yeah, well yeah, go ahead. <laughs> well, we're literally shaking in our boots in the mud. I'm like, oh, that beach. Let's go back to South Africa. Yeah, we should, shouldn't we? Please, yeah. we come this. We'll flash back to the Caribbean <laughs> on the beach. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're, you're, not you're, there. Pro you're producing what? now, so you know. Yeah, you make those decisions. Yeah. We do. Go. Let's make a phone call. Roger is least prepared for life in the 18th century. Least, least prepared. Do you need, a, do you need hearing? What? Can you hear me okay? What? <laughs> Which of you would be best and worst suited for the 1700s? Diana probably best suited. Yeah, yeah. right? That would, yeah. yeah, you would. Researched it most. Diana would have a small settlement established within about a week. <laughs> <laughs> I think we'd all be pretty, 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 pretty well. well. I think we'd do all right. Yeah, I'd be well, Actually, he'd, he'd be terrible. There wouldn't be any gyms. <laughs> we'd make a gym out of some branches, some trees, We'd some walk boulders. out the front door and find him lifting pigs. 
A lot of pigs in that time, right? We have a pig on set. Yeah. <laughs> Why pigs? <laughs> I don't know, they're heavy. No, no logs. Less move. Rocks, oh, you know. maybe. Move on. Let's was, <laughs> was there a scene you could not complete due to a severe case of the giggles? If so, which scene? Yes, the scene where Brianna gets a certain letter and there's someone at the head of the table, a certain character that I don't know if I'm allowed to say that they're in it, but Brianna's next to you and you're on the other side of the table and you two just giggled the whole time and then there was one take, there was, we did about 20 takes of these guys we giggling, did not. right? You did. And then there was one tiny We're take where I now. We don't we would never <laughs> do a thing like that. Sack her. There was one take. <laughs> then there was one tiny take where I giggled on my own coverage. It was fine. And Sam turned to me and went, stop laughing. I was like, dude, <laughs> we've been here for 20 minutes. I have to say, Sam has the best ability Contagious. to set yeah. somebody else off. Oh, that's not true. But then keep himself controlled. Yeah. And then blame Katrina oh. for the and then whole blame thing. Because he'll do something that'll set me right off. And then he'll go, hmm. And then just give a perfect take. And then I'm like, Katrina, stop it. And then you turn around and like back to the camera. <laughs> I, I'm terrible. Dirty I, I, I corpse all the time. Actually, do you know what the one on, oh, I can't say that. There's a beach. On a beach. And do you remember when you had to, <laughs> and you just got the giggles every take and we were meant to be hugging and you were just like, you wouldn't let go. <laughs> I was just really cold. <laughs> this is for Diana from an ER nurse in Philly. It's so awesome to see intelligent women in the show. What made you want to make Claire a doctor? Uh, basically, she was a doctor. Um, to start with, uh, I had this English woman. Uh, first, I had the man in the kilt. And then on the third day, I said, well, I must have a lot of men because of the kilt factor. But uh, it would be nice if I had a woman to play off these guys, and we would have sexual tension. That's good. And uh, so I'd, having done three days of research so far on the Jacobites, I said, well, Scots versus English. If I make her an English woman, we will have lots of uh, tension. So third day of writing, I introduced this woman. No idea who she was, except she was an English woman. And I loosed her into a cottage full of Scotsmen wearing kilts to see what she would do. And uh, that was Claire. Anyway, uh, she lasted one page before she started talking like a modern woman. And I said, you don't sound at all like an 18th century person. You know, obviously, you came from somewhere else. And you know, mind you, this was the third day of writing on my very first book, which I was writing for practice and never going to show to anyone. So I said, uh, well, you know, it doesn't really matter what bizarre thing I do. No one's ever going to see this. So go ahead and be modern. I'll figure out how you got there later. So that's why she's a time traveler, and that's why there's time travel in the books. But uh, having decided that, I had to. Uh, yeah. So, you know, it's all her fault. But uh, having decided that, I had to decide where did she come from, who is she, and so forth. And it was a long process of thinking, but, you know, I started with if I were a time traveler and was decanted suddenly into this place, what kind of skills would I want to have? And I said, well, I think I'd like something in the medical line so I'd have a better chance of staying alive. And so I was thinking, well, maybe she's a doctor. And then I thought, no, she doesn't sound modern enough for modern medicine. And eventually I came to the conclusion that she had come out of World War II, and therefore she was a combat nurse. And so that's where we began. But of course, when she went back, you know, then it was reasonable for her to resume her medical career and, and study more and, and become a doctor. So, you know, it was all just, well, it's all her fault. You know? <laughs>
Sam, Katrina, Sophie, and Richard. What? <laughs> Are there any lessons you learned from your characters that you applied to your own life? Ooh. <clears throat> Infinite patience. <laughs> Charisma. <laughs> Intelligence. Determination, passion, good looks. <laughs> Sophie, don't you just wear your character's costume? All right, all right. Can we all please just note he's waiting an hour to tell that joke? Uh, and he practiced a lot. Night. I would stand up, but there's a mic here. But Sam has decided that I'm wearing part of. Part is of it mine costume. or Jamie's? Because I can't, I can't decide. Well, never mind. I thought it was funny. He's just jealous. <laughs> so mean. You know what? Maybe you could have learned fashion from Jamie, all right? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Last question is for Richard. Can you give us an encore of L O V E? Fuck off. Oh. No. Come on. <clears throat> I don't have a guitar. You got it in there. Wait, well, we. I don't know the words. L-O-V-E, -E. she Spells just told you them. Um. <laughs> L is for the way you look at me. O is for the only one I see. V is very, very extraordinary. E is even more than anything that you can something in love. <laughs> Thanks for that. Anytime. Thank you all so much for coming out tonight. Outlander returns on Sunday on Stars. Thanks for listening. 92Y Talks is supported by a generous endowment established by Daphne Reconati Kaplan and Thomas S. Kaplan. You can subscribe to our podcast on iTunes and find more great conversations at 92Y.org slash archives.